Hello there, I am Kayla Faria and you are listening to the English Sabbath School podcast, English and Bible, Information and Transformation. Hi there, dear friends, I'm Mo Sena for the English Sabbath School podcast, lesson one for Sunday, March 26th. Today's title, The Battle in Heaven. Revelation 12 presents a stream of dramatic episodes, snapshots of the age-long conflict between good and evil that began in heaven but will end here on earth. These episodes take us down the stream of time from the opening scene of Satan's rebellion in heaven to his vicious attacks on God's people in the last days. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, oh, the battle is real to us. We see the enemy attacking us and our loved ones with so much fierceness, but we know that you have won and help us to hold on to you and rest in the assurance that this battle has already been won and the enemy is defeated in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen and amen. So we're invited to do what, Carlos? Yeah, Sylvia, that's right, Marilyn. We should open our Bibles, yes. We cannot lose that habit, right? It's a new quarter, but the same thing. Focus on the Bible. Revelation 12, verse 7 through 9. So I'm going to re be reading from the NIV, the New International Version. But please, feel free to use any translation that you prefer. Revelation chapter 12, verses 7 through 9. Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was hurled down, that ancient serpent called the devil, or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. Oh, mercy, Lord. Oh, mercy, to be hurled to the earth. Oh, Father. But we understand why you sent him to earth, right? Because that's where the, the, the animosity of Lucifer against our Lord and uh, Savior started revealing its true colors. Oh, about our planet, about the creation of our planet. But here we have, attention those of you learning English as a second language, the pronunciation, like the, the verb, he was hurled to the earth. It's like world, hurled, girl. So you have to roll your tongue, try to do that. Hurl, hurled, hurled, hurled to the earth and his angels with him. Yeah, but if you find it too difficult to pronounce, just say he was thrown to the earth. That's it. <laughs> Or he was cast to the earth. That's fine. English has a thousand synonyms. So let us not fear that. But here we have the question, right? The question says, this is describing this cosmic conflict between good and evil. Read again if necessary. Revelation 12, 7 through 9. My advice to you is read the whole chapter, okay? At least the whole chapter. But here the question. How possibly 
Could something like this happen in heaven? What do these verses imply about the reality of free will, free choice? Hmm, it's interesting because I cannot see much of a, an, impl an implication here about free will and free choice. Let's take a look at it again. Let us see here. Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was hurled down, that ancient serpent called the devil, or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth, and his angels with him. Okay, but the implication of freedom of choice here? Mm -mm. But I get it. So how do they imply it? The lesson says, the freedom to choose is a fundamental principle of God's government, both in heaven and on earth. Okay, God neither created robots in heaven nor on earth. Okay, even though I was using some special effects from Star Wars, the, they, were, they are real creatures. They are, uh, the angels are real creatures, not robots. Created in the image of God, we as humans can make moral choices. Okay. The power of choice is closely aligned with the ability to love. If you take away the power of choice, you destroy the ability to love, for love can never be forced or coerced. Love is an expression of free will. Every angel in heaven was faced with a choice, either to respond to God's love or to turn away in selfishness, arrogance, and pride. Just as the heavenly angels were confronted by love with an eternal choice, Revelation presents each one of us with eternal choices in Earth's final conflict. There has never been neutrality in the great controversy. See Luke 11, 23. So let us open our Bibles. Come on, move it, move it. Luke 11, 23. Whoever is not with me is against me, Jesus said. And whoever does not gather, gather with me, scatters. Okay, let us see what the New King James Version says. It's very similar. It's the same. He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. The same idea, right? So neutrality is not possible, and there will be none in our final war. The lesson continues. Just as every angel chose Jesus' side or Lucifer's side, all humanity will be led to a final, irrevocable choice at the end of time. Who will have our allegiance, our worship, our obedience? This has always been the issue in, with humanity, and it will be so, however more dramatically, in the final crisis of Earth's history. But here is the incredibly good news. Revelation 12 describes Christ's triumph in the conflict, and all we have to do, using our free will, is choose to be on his side, the winning side. How great to be able to choose a side in a battle that you know beforehand it will win. Yes, no, Virginia, don't tell me that you feel sorry for Satan, that he's going to be losing, he's a loser, and so you're going to support him. No way, Jose, don't go that way. Don't go that way. He's had this chance many times and refused all of them. So make the right choice. Choose Jesus. The final question. Think about how sacred free will and free choice must be to Jesus, who, though knowing that it would lead him to the cross, gave us free will anyway. Let us see what uh, Paul wrote to Timothy. 
2 Timothy 1, 9. I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. Amen and amen. Final question. What should this tell us about how carefully we should use this sacred but costly gift? Yes, Yildo, you're right. The gift of freedom of choice, free will. You have this sacred gift and we should uh, protect this freedom of choice for everybody because each one must decide on their own who they will follow, who they will serve. Shall we pray? Dear Heavenly Father, oh, the enemy attacks us in so many ways, but we are free to choose how to react to his attacks and how to, who to hold on to. And we choose you, Father. You are our Savior, our Lord, our Creator, our Redeemer. And we trust that you will finish the work that you started in us. You will be faithful to complete it in Christ Jesus, our Lord. We thank you and praise you. Amen and amen. Well, this is lesson one for Sunday, March 26th. We are moving towards the end of the month of March and starting April already. Isn't it amazing? Time is flying. But remember, the battle is one and Jesus is Lord. Looking forward to that day when it will not just be by faith, but by sight. Well, my friends, I'm Mosina thanking you once again for listening, for sharing, and for praying with us and for us. For more information, please contact us on Facebook or Instagram. Just look us up, Believes in Asp. Tell your friends about our podcast available on any podcast platform, including our community on WhatsApp. Just look up Sabbath School Podcast. Thank you very much for listening, for sharing, and for praying with us and for us.